Surprise! I'm alive. Hi, you're listening to Write From Karen. My name's Karen. This podcast is about a little bit of everything. My life, my writing, book reviews, politics, and religion. Grab a cup of coffee and get comfortable. I have a lot to say about nothing. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back. My name is Karen. I'm from Write From Karen, the blog, and sometimes a podcast. It's been a hot minute. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for clicking on this. I will preface this uh, podcast, this audio blog post, by telling you that if you don't click on the link in the description and go to my blog to follow along on some of these pictures that I'm going to talk about, this is going to make very little sense to you. I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to. You can use your imagination. I can, I'll try to describe it as best I can. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, click on that link in the description. This will take you to my blog post. And um, we are going to talk about bullet journals today. I've really been, well, I've been working on this for the last few weeks. Um, And I'm just really excited to start a new bullet journal for 2022. A bullet journal, for those of you that don't know, is basically a journal that you can do anything your little heart desires. You can set it up exactly the what the way you want it. You can put in what you want. You can decorate it the way you want or not. Be completely minimalist if you want to. And it's a journal for you to use, um, you know, for a variety of reasons. People use these journals for a variety of reasons, uh, primarily for organization and to-do list and, uh, you know, uh, trying to... Um, increase your productivity. Or in my case, I actually like to journal in it as well. And I've, I'm going to use this 2022 journal for a variety of reasons. And I'm pretty excited to kind of go through this with you. And hopefully this will give you some ideas for your own bullet journal, if you so choose to start one. This is my third year doing a bullet journal. I cannot believe that it's so bizarre. Um, I feel like I've come a long ways as far as my aesthetics and the spreads that I put in my bullet journal, I'm starting to feel like I'm starting to hit my sweet spot. The spreads I have in my bullet journal this time are really me and I can see myself really using them. And, uh, but there's been a lot of trial and error, I'm not gonna lie. So if you're just starting your bullet journal, just know that it will evolve, you will get better and uh, you know, Everybody that's out there, including myself, we're giving you ideas on what you can do in your journal, but ultimately there are no rules. You can do what you want, how you want it, when you want it, um, which is just the beauty of a bullet journal. Of course, you can go out and buy a journal and use that, obviously. Um, but, you know, it's it's fun to put one together from scratch and put exactly what you want in it and how you want it. Um, that's kind of the beauty of doing bullet journals. And if you go to YouTube, there are a ton of really good bullet journal setup videos, um, that lots of different ideas, lots of different, um, aesthetic levels. There are some people that are just flat out artists that I just enjoy watching because I would never in my wildest dreams ever be able to do what they're doing. And I really appreciate what they're doing. And it's just fun to me to watch them 
make something beautiful out of nothing. And then there are other people that, you know, put their bullet journals together primarily for, you know, uh, practical purposes. So they can keep track of their to-do list and their goals and projects and all that good, good stuff. And again, that is fantastic. Again, I, I enjoy watching them just as much. It gives me a lot of ideas. And it also motivates me, to be honest with you, to get my own stuff done. Which kind of brings me to another point here. I did a lot of thinking this past month. And um, I really want to get back into blogging and podcasting on a more regular schedule. Now, it's not going to be as regular as I would like it to be because I know me and I know my life right now and it's busy and I get tired. And, um, uh, and I, that the last thing I want to do is be creative after a long day of dealing with people. Um, but I would like to do something at least once a week on the blog and on the podcast. And I have some ideas that I will go over with you. Um, perhaps not right now, but just know that in the future it's coming. Uh, don't hold your breath. Because <laughs> I say this a lot. And I get excited and then I get bored like right away. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't want to It just means that my goals have changed, or I'm not sure how I want to approach it, or I try to approach it one way, it doesn't work for me. So I'm just I'm constantly I'm fluid, I'm kind of a fluid, creative person, if you will. And that's one reason why I don't think I would be able to ever do write a novel because I just get bored. I just get bored. Um, I'm better at the short term stuff. So maybe I just just need to stop fighting that and just embrace it. And just know that that's just me. And that's what I do. And um, there you go. So anyway, let's get back to this bullet journal. I've been setting up my bullet journal for 2022. I've been watching a lot, a lot of YouTube videos on setting up bullet journals and getting a lot of different spread ideas and design ideas. Um, if you were to see my office right now, you would shake your head. I am... Um, I'm a messy creative. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to just make up a term here. My desk is very cluttered and I have a lot of crap just laying around, um stickers and stencils and um washi tape and just all kinds of materials at my fingertips. I'm just not quite sure how to put it all together. I'm getting better. I'm getting better at it. Um but still it's I'm a very messive creative person, messy, creative person. And so uh, I'm just now getting to the point where I'm using some of these stickers and the work that I've done so far on my bullet journal, I have to say, I'm kind of proud of myself. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so let's start at the basics. What kind of journal am I using? This seems to be the number one question for every other bullet journaler out there. And being with it being a new, a brand new year, a lot of people are starting a brand new journal. And um, most people that I see, this is very popular, they use the Archer and Olive journals. And I'm sure they're fantastic. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about them. I've never tried one myself just because I'm cheap. And I don't want to pay that much money for a journal. They can be $30, $35, sometimes even more than that, depending on the size you want, and the design and that kind of thing. Um, I'm too cheap for that. I would love to do an Archer and Olive journal one of these years, but not right now. I have been using uh, my Rodea journal. 
Um, and they're great. Don't get me wrong. I really love them. The paper is fantastic. It's high quality. It's thin. So you can't do like um, any any heavy mediums like painting or even, um, you know, heavy duty markers can bleed through. And that's a little disappointing. But I don't think the Rodeas are really designed to be bullet, bullet journals per se. Uh, they're really more journals. Uh, so to write on them are fantastic. But to do anything other than that, mm, not the best. And they only have 80 pages, uh, which doesn't get you very far in the year. And uh, the paper um, is kind of thin, like I mentioned, and it's yellow. Um, I think I would prefer a more white page just because it's easier to cover up your mistakes when you make mistakes. Because trust me, folks, you will make a mistake. It's just inevitable. But there are different tips and tricks you can use to cover those mistakes. So I wanted something different this year. I have finished my last journal. This is my third year journaling, which it's so wild to me that it's actually three years. Um, and it's also even more wild that we're getting ready to start 2022. I don't know about you guys, but side note, where did 2021 go? I feel like it went by so fast. And it, it like alarmingly fast, like scary fast. I mean, if, I, I don't know what I need to do to slow my life down. But every time I have another birthday, it just makes me more and more angry because it's like, are you kidding me? Another year? Really? Anyway, I digress. So bullet journals, <laughs> getting distracted squirrel. <laughs> um, I did some research on Amazon and uh like I said, I don't really go with the flow. I'm not doing an Archer and Olive because it's too expensive, but I want something similar. I want something with heavy duty pages. I want something with white pages. I want something with a lot of pages. I would like to ideally get an entire year in one journal. I know the majority of people that use these Archer and Olive journals, I think they only have 160 pages, uh, typically only get six months out of them. I, the, my very first journal was 200 pages and I was able to get a full year, year out of it. So I wanted something with, a little, with, you know, a few more pages. Like I said, the Rodeo only has 80 pages and that doesn't get you very far. So I did a little research on Amazon and I came across this journal by Vivid Scribbles. And uh, there are three of them and I bought the gold one and it was $25 for 200 pages 160 GSM, which I can tell you what GSM stands for, but basically that means they are nice thick pages. So if you wanted to paint on them, um, chances are it would not bleed through. They are white. So it ticked all of my boxes. So I bought the gold one with a sunflower on the, on the front. I'll, I'll put a link in my blog. You can follow it. And um, so far I've been super happy with it. And I'm looking forward to using it this year. And hopefully I can get an entire year out of it. Um, so I've been working on this and, um, for the last few weeks on and off and, uh, I'm posting pictures of what I've done on my blog so that you can see what I've done and I can kind of explain my rationale about why I'm, I'm wanting this, these spreads and what I, you know, what I'm planning on using them for and that kind of thing. Um, I didn't do a future log 
in my last bullet journal. I didn't see a need for it, but then I immediately missed it. A future log for those new to bullet journaling is basically uh, uh, 12 months. Uh, you just, well, if you look at my picture, look at number one on my blog here and number two. Um, it's just, it's, it's 12 months of where you can write down important dates, appointments, that kind of thing for your upcoming months, for the months that you have not uh, set up yet in your bullet journal. So that way, when you come to that month and you set up that month, you'll be able to look back to your future log and go, oh, okay, I've got this, this, and this planned for this month. I can make sure and put that in my spread so I don't forget about it, yada, yada, yada. Well, after watching several videos, I saw the way this was done and I immediately loved it. So I made a couple of Dutch doors. And for those of you new, again, Dutch doors basically just means you cut a portion of the page um, and just make kind of a door in between the pages. Um, again, if you go to my blog, you'll see what I'm talking about. But I did this with my future log and um, I'm really loving it. I'm really loving it. I love how it turned out. I think I did a pretty good job. Not cutting your pages is uh, not for the faint of heart. <laughs> um, so you have to kind of plan, plan on what you want to do. And, uh, but once you get the hang of it, it's pretty fun to experiment. And there are all kinds of different ways to do Dutch doors. I mean, some of these people get so creative. There's no way I could ever get anything more, more complicated than what you're looking at right now on my blog. But so I wanted to stick to like a color palette because that's kind of where I've gone wrong in the past with some of these spreads is I just kind of, the colors are all over the place. It looks disjointed. I'm very dissatisfied. And so I'm trying to stick with the same color palettes for at least like per section, like this, this section that you're getting ready to see this setup. I try to stick to more black and gold colors. Um, well, really in January too which I'm going to go ahead and show you what I did in January because there's no telling when I'll get around to talking to you again. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Anyway, so I made these Dutch doors and um, I have some really nifty stamps. They're, they are, gosh, what a, let me see if I can pull them out here. I don't even know what you call them. I mean, they're they're stamps, but they're like, uh, they're stamps that you take off of a sheet of plastic and you put them on like an acrylic block and then you put them in ink and you stamp them. So I like these stamps much, much better than the traditional wooden block stamps, uh, just because they're neater and, uh, they're a lot less messy in my opinion. So that's what you're seeing uh, in the background here on January, February, March, JFM, if you look at that, that is from my stamp set that I'm really digging. And I bought a box of colored ink and the colored ink I used for this was gold, even though it looks kind of silver in this picture. Uh, to be honest, it doesn't really look much like gold in real life either, <laughs> but I liked it because it was light and that's what I was going for. And then the January, February, March month is stickers. They, those are stickers that I got from um, Planning with Kay. Uh, I have a, a lot of her stickers. I like how she's done her months 
different fonts and things like that. I thought that was kind of fun. And so I used her stickers for that. And then to write out the calendars, I don't know what I was thinking. I've never done this before and I probably will never do it again. But for some odd reason, I started my calendars off on Monday. I, I don't do that. My calendars start on Sunday, always and forever. <laughs> I don't know why I started on Monday, but there you go. I thought, well, I'm just going to roll with it because by this time I didn't realize what had happened until I got about two months in and I thought, well, I'm not going to go back and change it. So I guess my months are all going to start with Monday, at least in my future log. So that's why it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday on the, the future log pages. But as you can see, then you turn over the page in picture number two, and I'm continuing with the months and I've written all my like family's vac um, birthdays and vacations that I've planned and things like that and holidays. And I'll, I'll write more things as I, you know, get more appointments in the future. But that's what a future log is. It's just basically writing these down for the future so you don't forget. And then when it comes time for you to make that monthly spread, you'll just transfer that date over to the monthly spread. Okay, so moving on from the future log. Um, so I'm glad I I'm glad I included it. Like I said, I didn't include it last year and I did miss it. So I'm glad I have it this year. I think it'll come in handy. And there are again, a million ways to do these spreads, guys, you don't have to do it the way I'm doing it. You don't even have to like the way I've done it. Just know that it's an option. And I like doing this because um, I don't know, it just looks cool. I just like it. I, th I really am happy with the way it turned out. I feel very artsy, <laughs> even though everything you see is a stencil or a sticker, but hey, whatever. Um, number three, this this next two spreads, Quarterly Goals and Kindle Vela. I alluded, well, let's, let's come back to that in a minute. Let's start with Quarterly Goals. Um, I wanted Quarterly Goals as opposed to just generic goals because I wanted to break them down. I think that might be a little more easily digestible to me if I break them down by quarter. Um, I have some goals in mind. I didn't want to write them down. They're a little on the personal side, though I'll probably talk to them at some point in the future, depending on how the future pans out. Uh, how's that for a mysterious statement? <laughs> um, but I think that'll help me actually achieve those goals um, if I break them down into di digestible chunks. And the paper that you see, this was actually a paper bag that I got from Staples when I uh, order my cover pages, my cover picture pages. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you more about that in a little bit. Anyway, in the paper bag that it came from, I went ahead and just used that. I recycled it. I cut it up and made these four squares. And then the white gel pen on that, which I'm really digging the look of this. I love it a lot. I'm going to for sure implement some more of these spreads in, um, or more of these ideas and, and scrapbooky kind of, kind of spread ideas um, later on, because I think it looks really cool and I'm really happy with it. Um, and then Kindle Vela, this is where I'm going to keep track of all the stories that I put on Kindle Vela. If you don't know what Kindle Vela is, I highly recommend that you look it up. It's basically a story on demand. Um, in a nutshell, I don't fully understand it yet. I'm still a noob at this and I'm still looking into it, but I do have an account and I do plan on doing this at some point in the near future. 
well, I'm going to try my hand on it. We'll see if I'm successful at it. I just want to try it and see if, see what happens. But basically, you you write a story, you post it on the Kindle Vela, the Kindle site, uh, the Amazon, and people can read it. You can they can read like the first three chapters, I believe, or episodes for free. And then if you want to read further, you have to you have to cash in tokens that you purchase. You can purchase so many tokens at a time, and then you can um, use these tokens to read people's work. And then authors will get paid um, for you know, for people reading their work. So it sounds like a really cool idea. I really want to try it. Um, I'm not expecting to get rich off of it, obviously. And who knows, maybe no one will read what I write at all. But I am I just want to try it. And right now I'm kind of tossing the idea around of either using my um, real name, or a pen name, probably most likely a pen name at this point in time, just because of work and any future employment opportunities that may present themselves. Um, I would prefer not to be Googled (laughs) at this point in time. Uh, So probably most likely a pen name. Um, Probably will let you know on my blog when that happens. Uh, So you can kind of go over there and read my stuff if you so choose. But it's just a project that I've had percolating on my mind for the last six months. I just found out about it not too long ago and been watching some videos, of course, of people doing it and talking about it and the pros and cons. And um, I'm intrigued enough that I really want to try it. So hopefully that's a project coming soon to a computer monitor near you. (laughs) Um, Okay, and then moving on to the next spread. Number four, it's what I read. Okay, so here's the deal. A lot of people, again, remember what I said about that you use the journal for you, for what you want to use it for. That can be anything, everything, whatever you want. There's, there are no rules. So for me, I want to, I want to interject some of my reading into my journal. Now I know there are several hardcore readers out there that make a journal specifically for books And that's great. That's fantastic. You do you, boo. Um, I don't care enough to really keep track of statistics and uh, the genres and things like that, like other people do in their reading journals. Again, more power to you if that's what you want to do. That's just not something that really interests me. Um, But I would like to keep track of what I read. And even though I have a Goodreads account, and I keep track of my books on that, it would be kind of nice to have it Um, in writing somewhere that I could access without having to get on the computer to do so. So this is where I plan on keeping track of the books that I read for next year. Um, For you bookworms out there, I did reach my goal for this year uh, of 55 books. And I'm on my last book right now, actually, I'll have it read way before the end of the year. Um, I plan on probably doing another 55 books next year. And so this is where I will keep track of all those books that I've read. And then next to the title, I have a space there to put the number of gold stars, uh, my rating on the book as well. So I'm excited to use this and I'm excited to incorporate some of these reading spreads, book spreads in my normal bullet journal. Number five, 
is one of the spreads that I ran across when I was looking at all of these YouTube videos of other very talented people setting up their bullet journals. I saw someone, I'm so sorry, I if I, I've seen so many videos, watched so many videos that I could not tell you who, who, who did this first. Um, definitely not my idea, but I saw that she had done this and I really loved it. And I'm going to incorporate that into my own journal as another book spread. So how this is set up is um, in that January block up there on this is on picture number five. This will be the title of the book um, that was my favorite of the month. And then the the spot, the, the space underneath that will be the total number of books that I read for the month. So um, I want to keep track of them that way. And then maybe by the end of the year, I can pick my favorite book of the year and uh, put that somewhere. I don't know yet. But anyway, I thought it'd be kind of kind of fun to keep track of the books, my favorite books for the month. Uh, number six, this picture, the number six picture, two spreads. Uh, the one on the left is book mood. And I, I feel like this is a new one. I don't know that I've run across anybody else that's done a spread like this. Um, it's kind of a, a hybrid between um, like, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, it's kind of like a mood tracker. You see those in every other bullet journals, you know, that you, you indicate what kind of mood you're in for that day. Well, I'm going to do this for the kind of book that I read. Because, you know, once you finish a book, you're like, okay, I, well, that made me feel happy. That made me feel sad. Oh, I was so annoyed, you know, at how it ended. And just, you know, there's just a number of emotions that you go through after you finish a book. And so I want to indicate on this, um, what kind of mood I was in when I read the book and how this is working in my head is the keys on the right hand side. I only have happy, satisfied, impatient and annoyed at this point. I'm sure I'll add more as, as we go along, but I'm going to correspond the number in the little circles with, uh, the spread from what I read in picture number four, if that makes sense. That's how in my head this is going to work. So I'll know, oh, that the very first book I read, um, let's say it was book number two um, I read, and I it made me completely impatient. So it's going to be that color with the number two in there. Does that make sense? It's just going to, it's going to correspond with what I read and spread in the picture number four. I hope that makes sense. I don't, it makes sense in my head, but who knows if it's going to work out that way when I actually try it. And then the spread on the right, it took me a long time. I had this page blank for a long time and I couldn't figure out what I wanted to put there. Did I want a quote? Did I want um, another spread about something? Did I want, did I want like a, a, a letter to future self, which I almost did. But, you know, I got to thinking if someone's looking at this journal long after I'm gone, what do I want them to know about me? Well, I mean, I think this is kind of a fun spread. It's I, I picked words through throughout the alphabet that describe me. And I don't know if you can read that. It's kind of a kind of a bad picture. But uh, like A is for authentic, B is bookish, C is cheap, D is defiant, E evasive, F fair, G guarded, H hesitant, uh, I independent, J jovial, <laughs> K keen, L logical, M messy, 
in nervy, o obstinate, p political, q quick, r rebellious, s sassy, t tactful, u unconformist, v vengeful, vengeful, uh, w wary. Um, XXOXO, which means love. Y yeasty, look that up. It doesn't mean what you mean it, think it means. And Z zealous. Z- zealous. So, anyway, I just thought it'd be kind of a fun little snapshot of me. If, if you read these words, you kind of have a pretty good idea of the kind of personality that I have. But it took me a long time to figure out what I wanted to do with this page. But I thought, yeah, what the heck? Let's just do this. Uh, not super happy with it, but whatever, it was a last minute decision and I don't know, it's better than a blank page. Uh, picture number seven is my blog post. I'm going to keep track of the, the posts that I put on my blog. Um, and again, I, I, I made it just two pages because I don't anticipate that I will post more than once a week in the future, to be quite honest with you. Now, don't hold me to that. There may be some weeks I have a lot to say, and there may be weeks I have nothing to say, uh, as per usual, to be honest. But I thought it would be kind of fun just to keep track of my upcoming blog post and or write down um, some blog posts that I want to, you know, write about and put on my blog. I think that will be really super helpful to me because when it comes down to me sitting down and writing something, I usually have no idea. My mind goes completely blank. And uh, hence, a whole months go by with no blog post at all, like this month. So I want to try to do a better job of putting down ideas so that when I do come across some brain farts, I can just look at my, my page here and go, oh, you know what? Yeah, I'll write about that. Uh, same with my podcast episodes and picture number eight. I have a great, well, not a great idea. I have an exciting idea and it's exciting to me because I don't know, I'm a geek, but I really want to do like a reading podcast, like read books from the public domain and uh, just, you know, just for relaxation. Like, I don't know if you guys have been listening at all to any podcast that like puts you to sleep, like sleepy bookshelf and get sleepy and that kind of thing. I've been listening to them lately because you know, when you go to bed, your mind's racing, you can't get it to quiet down. You put on these podcasts and they're very, their voices are very calming and soothing and they're talking slow and quietly and it puts you to sleep and it's wonderful. It's fantastic. And I want to do something like that. I think that would be kind of fun. So that's kind of what I, that's kind of what I have in mind for this spread is to do um, just podcast episodes where people can listen to me and my very sexy voice. <laughs> and I'll put you to sleep. I don't know. Who knows? We'll try it. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned. Picture number nine. This is where we're getting into the actual January spread. So all the pictures before this are just general um, spreads to kind of start your year off. Now we're getting into January spreads. And like I said, I've been doing this now for going on three years. And I have figured out pretty much what I like. And I'm going to stick to it because I it works for me and it, it excites me and it interests me. And that's what I'm going to do. So picture number nine, this is the January 2022 picture that I was spoke about earlier with staples. I find these pictures on Unsplash 
and um, put them in my editing software and put in the month and the year and, you know, kind of size them to what they need to be. Then I have staples print them off because I'm too cheap to have a color printer at my home because color ink is crazy expensive and I'm not going to print, I'm not going to spend that much money on something that I'm not really going to use very often. So anytime I need like colored pictures printed off, I just do it through the Staples website and then go pick them up because I have a Staples pretty close to my house. So this is what I was talking about earlier. And this is the January one. And I really enjoy doing this. It's a lot of fun. And uh, it just gives gives my journal a little bit of oomph, you know, a little bit of um, interest, something different to look at other than my stamps and stickers and terrible handwriting. And then of course, uh, my steps tracker, because I'm really big into my fitness tracker and how many steps I get per day. I get interested in that. And I challenge myself to try to at least hit 6,000 a day, if not 10,000. My goal is really 10,000. But I'm part of this program at work, this health account, where if I get 6,000 steps, I get like a point toward my health account that can go toward paying any medical bills that I happen to accrue at any given time. And um, so I like to keep track of my steps just because I think it's interesting and it, and it motivates me to move basically. And then spread number 10 or picture number 10, excuse me, uh, the spreads on here are my sleep schedule, my, the number of hours I've gotten sleep and weather. And um, again, this comes from my fitness tracker on the sleep. And I, I am very interested in finding out how many hours of sleep I've gotten per night, how many hours of deep sleep, how many hours of light sleep. And I don't know if this fitness tracker is right or not, but I figure it's giving me a pretty good idea. And I'm going to be honest, my stats are not usually that great, to be honest with you. I usually average about... Mm, probably about seven hours per week night. And then I really I catch up on that on the weekends, I usually try to get about 10 hours of sleep on the weekends. Uh, so it doesn't always work out for me, I could, I really need to get more sleep. But again, by the time I go to bed, my mind's racing, and it's hard for me to just quiet down and sleep. And uh, so by the time I actually go to sleep, it's later than I anticipated. So anyway, I have a sleep issue. I know everybody does. It's, it's common among people, especially right now. Um, with everything else going on in the world, and all the worries and stuff. But I, I really like keeping track of my sleep. And then weather, I like keeping track of the weather. Um, because I don't know, it's interesting, like, for instance, we you know, we've had 70 degree weather here recently, where I live. And it's like, Oh, my gosh, this is unprecedented weather, you know, 70 degree weather in December. What? This is so weird. It must be climate change. No, it's cyclical because if you look at the last two years on the weather uh, spreads that I've been keeping track, we actually had 70 degree weather uh, this time last year. Uh, not as long, but we did have some 70 degree days. So I like to keep track of this weather so I can look back and, and, and think, oh, this is really not that unusual at all. This time last year, we had similar weather or it was colder or hotter or whatever. It's just interesting to me. So that's why I like to keep track of the weather. And then picture number 11. These spreads are my January books and the world news. So 
instead of having one big bookshelf, which a lot of bullet journalers will will do, they'll make, you know, a big bookshelf of books where they write in their titles, the books they read. And that's fine. Again, you do you. And I did that at first, but I the bookshelves were not big enough. And I had to write super small. And I just wasn't really happy with the way it looked. Um, no, I take that back. I was happy with the way it looked, but it doesn't, it wasn't very functional for me. So I bought this template. Oh Lord, where did I get this template? I meant to look this up before I started the podcast. Um, I'll, I'll put a link on my blog post where I got this, this book template that you see on the page. Um, but I like to keep track of the books that I read that month. And I meant to color in some of the books because Anyway, I meant to color them in, but I forgot. Anyway, um, so I'll write the, the books that I read in the month of January. And then at the very top, I plan on writing a maybe one or two sentence thought overall on the book. Um, just just because I think it'll be interesting to kind of look back and, and read it. And um, I do that for every month because it's just it's interesting to me to figure out to keep track of what books I read in a particular month. Um, and then world news, this is where I plan on writing down like headlines of the month, you know, what was what was big, what was hot, that kind of thing um, in the month of January, as far as news. Um, I'm kind of I'm a little bit of a news junkie, not gonna lie. Um, I really am into politics. And uh, it, it's interesting to me to keep track of this stuff. And again, I think it'll be interesting to look back on. Um, on some of this, on some of these topics that tend to, you know, come and go and we completely forget about, unfortunately. So this is just a space for me to keep track of what was in the news for that month. By the way, those little calendars, those that made out of craft paper, I got that off of Etsy shop. And I will try to remember where I got those and link that as well. By the way, side note, Etsy is a great place to go if you want things for your bullet journal. They have a ton of different stickers and just all kinds of really cool things for your bullet journal. I got that book template um, off of Etsy as well, I think. Did I? I think I did. And then picture number 12. Okay. This is something new and something that I am super digging right now. So these are called the Rolling Weeklies. I got this idea off Plant-Based Bride. She is on YouTube. She's been doing bullet journaling for a long time. She's a fantastic artist. And uh, this is what she does on her weeklies. And I thought it was a really fun idea. And I tried it and I loved it immediately. So remember when I told you that people use their bullet journals for different things, you know, organization, to-do list, um, keeping track of projects, trackers, blah, blah, blah reading in my in my case books and that kind of stuff too well I'm also using it as a journal because I want to remember I want to remember what what I was thinking what I was doing on any given day I wish I had been doing this years ago but unfortunately never too late I guess to start so here's what I do so on these rolling weeklies and you can see by picture 12 11 and 14 uh, how this is constructed I just bend the page back and if you look at number 13 then you flip it over and it goes there's the next day and then you flip it over you flip it open and that's the rest of the week uh, to kind of give you an idea of how this is set up but on any given day I will write my mood of the day 
And I don't want to limit myself to happy, sad, angry, annoyed, whatever. There are so many moods that you go through in any given day. I want the the number one overall, how did I feel today? I felt disenchanted. I felt stressed. I felt tired. Um, I was annoyed. I mean, you know, there's just all kinds of things you can put down. So I always write down my, my emotion of the day at the very top. And then under that, I will write my thoughts, you know, I will kind of journal my day and what happened? How did I feel? Um, You know, anything exciting happened, you know, yada, 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 I'll just journal my day. And um, it's just really interesting to go back and read uh, about my day on any given day or any given time, what I'm looking forward to, what I'm dreading, um, you know, just just like a normal diary stuff. And so I'm really digging this format and I don't see this going away anytime soon. And then on the far right, you see a, pa- a place for notes. Um, this is where I would put any appointments coming up or, you know, uh, projects that I want to work on or goals I want to get done for the for the week, that kind of thing. So I'm just I'm really digging it. I, I think it's awesome. And um when I first saw her do this, it just kind of clicked for me. And I thought, Oh, yes, this is what I want to do right here. So looking forward to doing more of these spreads in the future. And basically, that's, that's it. That's my bullet journal 2022. In a nutshell, this is how I've got it set up. Uh, These are the kinds of spreads that I'm going to be working on throughout the year. I highly doubt that I really post any future Um, monthly spreads because they're all going to look this way. They're all going to look the same. Uh, They're all going to have a steps and a sleep and a weather and a books and a world news. They're all going to have the same thing. The only thing that's going to change is just the picture where it says January 2022 with the with the cheers and the glass. Um, That picture is going to change every month. Everything else will stay the same. So it just seems kind of redundant and boring for me to post my spreads every month when they're really not going to change other than just the aesthetics, other than the colors, different stickers, uh, that kind of thing. But the the format itself will be the same. So it just seems kind of boring to do to post that for you guys. But I thought you might find it interesting to see how I set up my 2022 bullet journal. I'm very, very happy with it. Uh, I think it's going to be super useful to me. And um Uh, I'm just, this is the first time since I've been journaling that I'm pretty satisfied with it, to be honest. And I'm looking forward to filling it out. And I think I will. I think I will fill it out instead of, you know, getting bored because these are spreads that are important to me and uh, things that interest me. So I think that I'll really stay on top of it. So, you know, hopefully that gave you some ideas. And uh, I encourage you to, you know, to start journaling if you haven't tried it already. Again, you can use it for a myriad of reasons. You know, you you can journal and get your thoughts out, which is super helpful right now, especially in this stressful climate to, uh, you know, just just get your frustrations out on paper. Uh, You'd be surprised how therapeutic that is just to write, write down your thoughts and your feelings. And, um, and then you're done, you can just turn the page and start start a new new day. So anyway, Uh, I hope this was helpful to you guys. I hope it was interesting. And um, if you've made it this far, congratulations. (laughs) Um, 
I appreciate you guys. I hope you're doing well. I know this past two years have been super stressful for a lot of people and it continues to be stressful because our politicians just refuse to let it go. And, you know, they get their kicks off of making us super scared. And um, I I don't know about you guys, but I'm not playing anymore. And I'm just going to live my life and I'm going to live it to the best of my ability. And I'm not scared of any disease or sickness because I'm going to try to stay as healthy as I can. And if, if I get sick, I get sick. You know what I'm saying? Um, so just don't let anybody scare you. Live your life. Um, I hope you stick around and uh, you subscribe to my blog and my podcast. You can find me on Anchor under Right From Karen. And when I get my other podcasts going, I'll give you the name of that podcast as well if you're interested. And, um, you know, keep an eye out for my Kindle Vela stories. I hope those are coming soon. I have a lot of ideas for what I want to do, whether I can execute it or not. I don't know. We'll see. But in the meantime, have a good night, guys. Good day. Good afternoon. Whatever, whatever you're doing and wherever you are. And um, I'll talk to you next time. See ya.